Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the golf show. Uh, I am Mike Dudorich. I'm your host. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I wanted to let you know that you can listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Tuesday through Friday at 10 a.m. at the 937.com contesting page. All right, you heard me tell you what I thought uh, about the Masters, and um, we'll talk a little bit more about a look back at the 2020 season, not just in the at the Masters, but in golf locally and all of that in our next segment, but right now we want to welcome back a uh, frequent flyer on the show. Uh, he's one of the best golf writers in the business, and it's a pleasure to always have him. Uh, he's my friend Bob Herrig from ESPN. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for coming on. Hey, good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me. How you doing? We're doing fine. Um, good. Good. Uh, have you come down off the um, the high of the Masters yet? <laughs> yeah, this one was a little different. I'm sure you've been talking about it. Um, it was a great tournament, you know. It ended up being a you know a great winner with a with an excellent story and and a little bit of drama there, but but it wasn't quite the same to me, you know. It's um just the whole thing. It. Uh, Obviously, it was missing missing a lot with no no fans there. Um, but you know, I've tried to take the big picture view that the alternative is we didn't have it at all, and right. I think it was better that we had it. You know, and and same with all the other golf. It's, hopefully, we're going to get to a point soon where they're going to be able to start start bringing people back slowly but surely. Uh, but um, that was probably one of the places where you really felt it that they didn't have spectators yeah because and, and if for no other reason because as i said in in you know, the first segment there were no roars there was nothing <laughs> um <laughs> right you know, there it, were the, the it the, was the singular uh, it was a singular applause had from somebody or four people clapping at times that yeah. was about it that's you know yeah, and that it, it would a family member who, who yelled or or said something, or you know, screamed out, or um, and even even at the end, you know, when Johnson came up 18 and, and the Augusta members surrounded the green, that was the most people that were 
anywhere at any time. There's probably 500 people there, mm-hmm. uh, which gave it at least a nice look, but it was very subdued. Uh, so, you know, um, and, and, and the Masters is about the roars. In fact, uh, um, you know, I would argue that, that um, it makes it a little bit easier to get the job accomplished not having to uh, fight that in, in some ways. I mean, it's, it's just you can't miss it, and it's hard. Amen Corner gets a whole lot more difficult when it's jammed with people at every turn. Um, because they're either rooting for you or against you. And, yes, they're the, you know, uh, very well-behaved fans, but there's still pressure, uh, uh, you know, associated with that many fans. Exactly. I mean, all you have to do is go back to last year's Masters. I mean, how might the 12th hole have been different if it had been like this year? Mm -hmm. Uh, Look, it's still a pressure shot, as we saw um, with what happened to Tiger this year, if you don't hit it right, you're, you're going to be in the water. Um, and there was plenty of pressure if you're trying to win the Masters. But I think there's, it's added if you've got to deal with, with spectators. You know, it's loud. It can be distracting. Um, if you get caught up in it, you could, you know, your adrenaline, I think, has got to be going harder with, with that amount of noise. And that was missing. You know, it's just, uh, and, you know, we've seen that in all sports. But I, I think in golf, the two biggest ones where that becomes a problem is the Masters and the Ryder Cup. To not have spectators for those events is just, um, you know, it's, you know, I guess the word is disappointing. You know, it just kind of, it brings home what we've been dealing with here for several months. To, I, I applaud greatly the decision not to play a Ryder Cup this year because that would have, and he, you know, I say this with all due respect, that would have become a nothing event without fans. I, mean, I know there's some people who wanted it, who, you know, viewed it as TV entertainment, but I just think they're forgetting that part of the entertainment is the fans and the noise and putting up with that and dealing with it. And, you know, it just, it, 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 it's not the Ryder Cup without that. And, you know, even limited fans, might not be the same, you know. Thankfully, you know, obviously September now is a long way off, and hopefully we're, you know, with what we're hearing is, um, you know, a vaccine is, is close and, being, you know, we're going to start rolling that out here pretty soon. And you'd like to think maybe several months from now we're going to be at a point where there's going to be some confidence that we can be bringing big numbers back. And I think in the first quarter of 2021 it's going to be limited still uh but um you know i think there is is at least a little bit of hope now that we can start getting back on track and and if we do then that decision to postpone will have really been a a good one it'll have been very very wise because as you said it's just uh, it's just nothing without yeah so and, and we're talking to bob herrig uh from espn um do you hear that the plan from the PGA Tour standpoint is we're, we're planning on going full speed ahead and we're going to get back to the schedule that everybody's become familiar with? Yes. I mean, for now, their plan is 
you know, I, 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 to be honest with you, I really just think they want to get through these next two events this weekend. Then they're off in Mayakoba. As you saw, we had three positive cases this week. Uh, it's the most since the third tournament back. Um, a caddy tested positive as well. <clears throat> you know, we're in, a, we're in a tough spot in the country now with this. And so it just sort of would seem to extrapolate out, you know, that there's going to be more. I think they just want to get through this, get through the holidays. The tour ch- or the, uh, the tournament of champions, the century tournament of champions is a limited field event in a state that's very restrictive. Both, right. both Hawaii events undoubt- <clears throat> undoubtedly will go without fans because of their restrictions. And then there's two in California. So those, those will almost certainly not have fans. Uh, and the tour will just keep pushing along. They want to play. There's a lot of sponsorship money at stake, a lot of TV money at stake. Um, it's not ideal, uh, but it's better than not playing. And then, you know, I think they've got a decision to make in Phoenix. Um, certainly they are not going to be able to have the numbers they're used to having. Um, uh, and then you, and then you've got two more events in California. Like, I don't see us having really any chance for spectators until maybe sometime in Florida. You know, and maybe, maybe it's the Players Championship, their own event, where they can really manage it themselves and, 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 uh, and, and make sure everything is done the right way. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully by then we've, we've, you know, we have turned the corner with this thing. And wouldn't it be, not ironic, I guess, but wouldn't it be appropriate, I guess is what I, the word I was looking for, that if that would be the first tournament that would have fans, it would be a year since that's when golf ended for <laughs> three yeah. months or whatever, huh? Exactly. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if a few before that have limited numbers like we saw in Houston uh, a couple weeks ago. You know, there was supposed to be 2,000 a day. Um, I do think it was there was more than that out there, uh, frankly. Seemed like it to me. Uh, but and, and, and I don't know that they, that they did it right. You know, I'm not sure that it looked that part of it, look, you know, it, it, you hate to say this, but there needs to be the proper look, too. You know, if you're sure. going to do it, you've got to do whatever the rules are. They need to be followed. I don't really think that was the case in Houston. And, uh, you know, if you're going to try to do this, okay, you've got to follow the rules. Kind of small, so, but as we get as we get farther along, I think it's going to get better, and there's the opportunity for them to meet, bring more people back. You know, uh, testing, I think, is a big part of it as well, even along with the vaccine. If there's some way to test people, uh, you know, certainly um, uh, the rapid testing. You know, I think that is, that's certainly something the Masters needs to have for April. I mm-hmm. can't imagine they want to have another Masters without spectators. No. So, um, you know, they've got a lot of work to do here over the holidays and into January to figure out how they how they might proceed. Well, Bob, that may be that may have been the quickest 10 minutes in radio history. Um, <laughs> but we have come to the end of our segment. Um, I wanted to thank you for um, your your uh, uh, willingness to come on and talk with with us over the, the course of the year. 
Um, good stuff, good stuff on ESPN. And um, we'll look forward to talking to you once we get into 2021. It sounds great, Mike. Thanks for having me. All right. Have great holidays and, and stay safe. That is uh, Bob Herrick from ESPN. He's one of the good guys out there in the media. There are a bunch of us, but we won't talk about that now. Um, Bob has been doing this for a long time, and he pretty much, you know, has an idea about what's going on. So hopefully the the optimistic view that he has there um, is the one that's going to happen because we could certainly use some of that. All right, it's time for another break. And when we come back, we will wrap up the season on the local level and uh, on the tour to some degree. And uh, we'll do that right after this break. You're listening to The Golf Show on Sports Radio, 93.7 The Fan.